we go. Let's try that again. Good morning. Welcome to Stone United Methodist Church. I'm Pastor Kendra Ballier, and I'm so glad that you're here with us this morning. Uh, a couple of announcements. If you did realize, didn't realize that um, Bible study is going on right now, you can pick up right where we are. We meet on, on Mondays at 10.30 and 5.30. So 10.30 in the morning and 5.30 in the evening. You're welcome to join us. And also, um, there is some manger gathering, if you will, going on. There is a list out in the uh, lobby if you wanted to pick up a list of what we're gathering up for the pregnancy center and that we're going to be dedicating uh, to the babies in honor of the baby. And you can pick that up anytime and drop things off anytime, put it under the tree out in the lobby as well. We're also preparing for a Christmas pageant next week. So if you are interested in listening to our children bring most of the message next week, I would tune in or come and give them support live here. And I believe that's all that I have for the moment. If you would join with me then for the call to worship, if you are able, would you please stand? The advent of our King, our prayers must now employ, and we must hymns of welcome sing and strains of holy joy. O Zion's daughter, rise to meet your lowly King. Nor let your faithless heart despise the peace he bring, comes to bring.
You may be seated. It's time now for the lighting of the second Advent candle. Today, we light the second candle on the Advent wreath, the candle of peace. We may be afraid at times because we live in a world filled with violence. We may become caught up in personal struggles and family quarrels. We need the peace that only Jesus can bring. The prophet Isaiah foretold the coming of the promised Messiah, the child who would be called the Prince of Peace. He would rule over all things, and there would be no end to his kingdom of peace. Jesus was born to bring us peace, the peace that comes through the forgiveness of our sins, peace that the world can never give. Peace that Jesus alone brings. And I need somebody to light the second candle. <laughs> Any volunteers? Thank you. Join with me then for the confessional prayer. Let us confess our sins to God and ask him to have mercy on us. God sent his son, the Prince of Peace, to be our savior. Jesus shed his precious, innocent blood, suffering the penalty of death that we deserve for our sins. I announce to you that your sins are forgiven in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
children, if you would come forward this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Come on up. Come on up. Good morning. Almost everybody's here. Here they come. All righty. Well, today we lit a second candle, and it's called the peace candle. So last week was hope. This week is peace. Can somebody tell me what peace is? What is peace? What do you think peace is? It's something where you don't fight. That's a good answer. Somebody else have a definition for peace? Go ahead. When you don't fight with others, what do you think? Okay, anybody else have a definition? All right, well, let me see here. I have some pictures. So can you tell me if these look peaceful to you? Does this look like peace to you? What do you think? Yes? 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 This, it's got a branch. It's got a dove. You think not? Yeah, you think so? Okay, so everybody thinks so, right? All right, thumbs up. All right, let me see what's this one here look like. Does this look like peace? Yes? 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 Why do you think that looks like peace? Why do you think it looks like peace? They're shaking hands. That's right. They're not doing a thumb rustling, right? Okay. No thumb rustling. All righty. What about this one? Does this look like peace to you? Okay. Now, wait a minute. There's nothing there to fight with. How, do, how, how can this be peace then? How can this be peace if there's nothing there to fight with? What do you think? Oh, there's nobody there to fight. Oh, okay. It's just kind of quiet. So that's peace too, right? Quiet. What do, we, what do you think? Oh, and nobody wants to harm the trees there. They're just part of nature. Very good. Okay. What about this one? Does this look like peace? Yes. Yes? Everybody thinks yes? Why does it look like peace to you? She's just smelling air. Mm, okay. Maybe she's praying. Maybe. All right. So those are a lot of different things that are peace. Now, is it always peaceful in our world? No. no. What happens in our world that's not peaceful? What do you think? Sometimes fighting. fighting. Sometimes fighting does happen. Do you know why Jesus came into the world? No? Why? To bring peace. Are sins peaceful? No, sins are not peaceful. And you know what God knew? God knew that people needed somebody to bring them peace. So he sent Jesus into the world to bring everybody peace. And he's called the 
prince of peace. That's right, the prince of peace. And, and do you think that is helpful? I do too, because without Jesus, we couldn't get rid of our sins. There's nothing that we can do to get rid of our sins, right? Okay, so we need to thank Jesus for that, right? We need to thank God for that. So can you help me with that? Put your hands together. Repeat after me. Say, dear God, thank you for sending us the Prince of Peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I know that you are supposed to go with Miss Cindy to practice today and get ready for next week. I'm so excited for what you're going to do. Okay, I got something for you first. Wait a minute. Here we go. Gospel grams. That's right. All right. If you are under the age of eight, come get one for you and for you and you and you. There you go. And one for you and one for you. And if you're over the age of eight... I know my older one's here. One for you. I know because you're so old. All righty. Oh. Well, that didn't work out well. That's okay. It is time now for our tithes and our offering.
Father God, we are so grateful today that you have sent your son to this earth. That's the greatest gift we could receive. But in so many other ways, Lord, you do bless us. And so, Lord, we give gratitude to you through our tithes and our offerings. We show our love to you in this way. We pray, Lord God, that others are able to receive what we have given. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Straight from, straight from uh, Persia, you know. Oh, my. Well, it is time now for our scripture this morning. And it comes from Luke 1, 67 through 79. Then his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the prophecy, Blessed be the Lord of Israel, for he has looked favorably on his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a mighty Savior for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke through the mouth of his holy prophets from old, that we would be saved from our enemies, from the hand of all that hate us. Thus he was shown the mercy promised to our ancestors and has remembered his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our ancestors Abraham to grant that we, being rescued from the hands of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the forgiveness of their sins. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you today that you have come to this place. We thank you that your Holy Spirit reigns in our hearts. We pray today that your Holy Spirit speak through me and in spite of my voice today so that we may hear your voice, that we may come to an understanding of what your peace is in spite of our own understanding. And we pray this today in Jesus' name. Amen. So, today, it's about Isaiah. Now, this part that I just read a moment ago wasn't really from Isaiah. It was from Luke. But it answers prophecy from Isaiah. And so we, we start with that. Prophecy. Messianic prophecy. And you know, we weren't the only ones to study Messianic prophecy. Lots of people studied Messianic prophecy. We start today with Isaiah, though. guys, I'm kind of 
losing some of the enthusiasm I had when we first started this adventure. I doubt it. Well, uh, addressing these people, that was my plan as of a few minutes ago. Oh, sorry to interrupt. May I ask what the subject of the talk is? It's Isaiah. Doubt it. Well, okay, you're welcome to join us in the congregation. Thank you for, for joining us today, and thank you for, for uh, giving us some reminder. Well, here we are with Isaiah. And last week we heard the story of Zechariah, how the light of grace shines over the hope of the darkness of despair. And this week we pick up where we left off with part of Zechariah's promising song to guide our feet into the way of peace. Peace is that which overcomes our enmity. Peace brings people back into relationship with God and each other. But peace, well, real peace is always an act of God's grace. We turn to the story of the prophet Isaiah to see how the light of peace shines upon us. Isaiah was called to be a prophet of the Lord. Yet the first words that Isaiah speaks in the moment of his calling are not words shared in peace. Remember I have said before that prophets bring a word of gloom and doom. And they do. And then they say, but you need to get right. And when you do get right, God will bring his promises to you. Because there's always hope. And in that hope, there is peace. 
fact, Isaiah 6.5 starts out with this, with Isaiah saying, Woe is me, I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. Yet my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Isaiah knows that he's a sinner and deserves the judgment that comes upon all of us who are sinners. And that judgment is death. Here in this moment, as he stands in the very presence of God, Isaiah knows the sharp contrast between God's holiness and his own sinful being. Perhaps we even know that and feel that. And it unsettles us. Moreover, Isaiah knows that he lives among people who are also sinners like him. And that all are lost and all fall short of the glory of God. And our sinfulness, well, sometimes we even remain silent, especially when we're in the presence of God. Yet the light of grace shines upon Isaiah. And an angel of the Lord, a cherubim, reaches out and touches his mouth with a burning coal from the altar of God. A symbol of cleansing and a symbol of healing. And says to him, now that this has touched your lips, your guilt has departed and been blotted out. You see, only when our guilt is covered with the mercy that, of God and our sins are blotted out, Sometimes that's when we think we can speak freely. Only when we have the grace of God. But the good news is the grace of God that saved Isaiah from his sinfulness, just as God's grace saves us. Isaiah would never forget how he was set free by the divine light of grace. Even Isaiah's own name means the Lord is salvation. The Lord is salvation. You see, Isaiah's message for the people would point them to the day of salvation. And that day when all would be able to rejoice. In fact, Isaiah says, with joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. And you will say on that day, give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name, make known his deeds among the nation, and proclaim his name exalted. You see, the light of grace is a light of peace that restores us to relationship with God. Mm. Restores us to relationship with God. That light shines upon that shines upon Isaiah and enables him to take up his calling as a prophet of the Lord, it shines on us today. So when the Lord calls out, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Isaiah humbly but boldly replies in the newfound relationship of peace, here I am, send me. Those are words that sometimes we're reluctant to say, isn't it? Because it unsettles us. Sometimes it even makes us so nervous that we're afraid to appear. Appear before God, appear before each other. 
And sometimes our fear breaks our relationship. Mm. You see, in pride and arrogance of heart, they said, the bricks have fallen. In fact, in Isaiah 9, 9 through 10, it says the bricks have fallen, but we will build with dressed stones. The sycamores have been cut down, and we will put cedars in their places. You see, make no mistake, God would speak words of compassionate peace. Compassionate peace. Boy, that's something we all need. A little bit more compassion in this world, right? And because compassion brings peace, it also brings joy and hope and love. When Isaiah answers the call, he finds the first words of the Lord for the people is not one of peace, but unfortunately one of judgment. Mm. God exposes the people to truth, their own sinfulness. We can walk around ourselves with mirrors in front of our faces, right? Knowing that we are sinners, me included. But the next thing we are reminded of is that we are supposed to keep listening. Listening for God's word. Listening for God's voice in the quietness and in the stillness. You see, God knew that hearts of the people had been hardened. And you know what? Sometimes we harden ourselves on purpose. Oh, all we have to do is listen to the news and we have to brace ourselves for the news, right? We have to brace ourselves for, well, if you watched any of the political goings on of this week, you, you brace yourselves for that. You brace yourselves for the next disaster. We brace ourselves for so many things. But God knew that we needed peace. There's healing in the midst of God's judgment. And the last word of the Lord to Isaiah may provide the best clue of the healing and of God's grace. From Isaiah 6.13, the holy seed is its stump. Mm. So who is the holy seed? Well, it's Jesus, our Lord, the Prince of Peace. Jesus knew that people were blinded and, and had their eyes, their hearts hardened. He knew that we, if we had all those things going on in our minds and on our bodies, we wouldn't be able to hear the word of the Lord. Just like we can't hear from each other when we start debating back and forth and, and political rhetoric or have differing opinions or think we're always right. And yes, I fall into that category too. And so sometimes we need to take that step back and listen, listen. Isaiah 57, 19 says, peace, peace to the far and the near, says the Lord, I will heal them. You see, I can't heal you. You can't heal me. There's nothing in this world that can heal our brokenness. But we have peace with God through Christ. 
We are found in our lostness, healed of our wretchedness, and given sight beyond our blindness. From the felled tree of our sin and death, there grows a new branch, a righteous branch. Indeed, it is Christ, Christ himself, growing as that seed, growing up and giving us the grace. In fact, eventually that seed will grow so the, so the branch will blossom and heal us. You see, in Isaiah 11, 1, it says, A shoot shall come out from the stalk of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. It's one of the most treasured things that we could have. It's the most treasured thing we may have. Isaiah foretold of this tender sprouting flower, the rose of God sent to us in the midst of our darkest winter. Look, the young woman is with child and shall bear a son, and he shall be named Emmanuel. Isaiah 7:14. Jesus is called Emmanuel. God with us. God is with us in the light of peace that has come to us for us. Our Lord Jesus Christ was sent from heaven for us. The Son of God from the throne of God's righteousness so that we may behold the light of peace. Jesus Christ came not not prizing his equality with God, but emptied himself, taking on our human form. Isaiah 9, 6 through 7 says, For a child has been born of us, a son given to us, authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. His authority shall know, grow continuously, and there shall be endless peace the throne, for the throne of David and his kingdom. You see, Isaiah knew that grace did not come cheap. There is a cost for grace. Healing peace for our sake came when our Lord Jesus humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. Hmm. Even death on a cross. He bore our judgment unto death so that we may be set free from the judgment. The people who walked in the darkness have seen a great light. And those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. In Christ's light, there is grace, and then there is peace. And there is hope for tomorrow. There's hope for today. There's hope and peace for each one of us. And when we settle that hope, that light of hope into our hearts, when we settle that and accept that light of grace, then the light of peace washes over us as well. 
some days I wonder if I'm going to be able to tangibly reach out and touch that peace ever. And then there are days where I sit here and I come in the sanctuary and I sit. Sometimes I sit in the dark and just look at the windows. You see, there's peace. You just have to look for it. Some days when I'm just driving along, I look out and I see corn being picked. Or I see deer walking through a field. Or even last night I saw possums crossing the road. There's so many ways to see that there is so much peace in the world. If we open our hearts to it. Open our hearts to what God has given us. Can you feel it? Better question is, do you want it? If you do want it, ask the Lord. Ask the Lord to make himself tangible to you. I got good news. He already has. That's that grace that goes before us, that pervenient grace. And when we reach out and say, yes, I want that for myself, then we have justified grace and sanctified grace, and we live into the light of peace. Live into that today. Live into that just like these magi are searching for. Live into that just like this world is searching for. Let them know where they can find it. It's in Jesus. Let us pray. Lord God, I thank you today for the light of peace, the Prince of Peace, who has come into this dark world, a world full of sin and despair, a world that needs you so desperately. May your light shine in each of us today. But more importantly, may your light shine out of us today. A light that shines peace into this world. We pray this today in Jesus' name. Amen. today. And in our prayer requests, well, let's sing some amazing grace first. That's a better idea, right?
Well, we do have some prayer requests today, and the first prayer request today is that Millie's daughter-in-law, her chemo is over, so that is a, a great praise. And also, there was a grandson who was in an automobile accident this week, uh, even deployed all of the airbags and, and, and rolled his car, and he is perfectly fine. So we praise God for protection for this young man on his way to college. But we do have some other things of concern. One of the things of concern is that uh, there is a son who is in the hospital in Columbus who has um, oxygen levels that are not doing well. And so we pray for this son this morning uh, that his oxygen levels return to a normal place and that the very breath of God breathes into him to bring him to where he needs to be. We also have uh, equal equal exchange, fair trade, organic coffee and cocoa and chocolate that will be on sale today. Now, you think this might be a strange prayer request, but it's not. It's part of how we take care of each other in this world and take care of our environment. So just remember that, that it'll be on sale in the lobby today, Christmas shopping, right? Some gifts. And just remember that there are so many people out there in this world that need to be able to feel the peace that God brings to that God can bring to them. So we pray for them as well. So let us go ahead and pray. Holy God, we thank you today that you are able to come into this world in the form of a small child. We thank you, Lord God, today for this Prince of Peace. We thank you that even though it was 2,000 years ago that he had walked on the earth, he still gives us peace today. Peace of knowing that there is safety for our loved ones, even when terrible thing happened. Peace that brings us to a conclusion of a chapter in our lives like chemo being concluded. Peace that brings joy and hope and love. But we also know, Lord God, that we are seekers also, knowing that we are fully sinners. Because of that, so many things give us unrest, war, hate, unagreement, fighting, as the kids kept reminding me today. And so today, we pray that we're all able to breathe in the breath of God, the Holy Spirit. But especially today for a son who needs to have oxygen in his lungs and fill his body. Today, Lord God, we pray for those who are struggling just to survive. Right here in our own community and so far away. We pray, Lord God, for those who are seeking to do the right things sustainably. And so we do pray for these who are providing through farming, 
in an equal exchange. We also pray today for those who feel that they have lost all peace, all hope. And so we pray today for those who are in the hospital looking for hope, looking for peace. We also pray for those who are healing from surgery, whether it be a thumb or a leg or an abdomen or a knee. We pray, Lord God, that you give us all all the sense that while we're here and after we leave here today, a calling of providing compassion and peace for this world needs more and more of it. And so when we wonder, Lord, where can it begin? May we know that it begins right here with us, one person at a time. And may it be contagious and overwhelming and beautiful, just like you are. In this season, as we continue to prepare the way of the Lord, prepare us, mold us, shape us. Remind us that we live in your kingdom as we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Our closing hymn today is Emmanuel, and it's number 204 in your hymnal, or you can follow on the screen. If you would, please stand if you're able and join with us.
today as you leave this place, know that the Prince of Peace is alive and well. Know that the Prince of Peace wants to reside in your heart, wants to be with you, to light up this world through you and in you. Go out today giving peace as well, showing compassion, showing love, showing mercy, and knowing that this is the season to prepare his way, not ours, the only way, the truth and the light. And the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.